Hey everybody, welcome back to StadiaCast. I'm Bill, despite what other people might say, and that right there is Lloyd. How's it going, Lloyd? Uh, it is going fantastic, Bill. If you're not watching the video, you have to head over to nerdnest.tv and check out the video <laughs> for StadiaCast 122, because uh, Bill has, he has no hair on his face now. It's, well, he's shaved I have eyebrows. His beard. <laughs> oh, he has eyebrows uh, and eyelashes, uh, I would assume. You can't tell from the small image, but I assume you have eyelashes as well. But yes, he's shaved his face and uh, it looks it looks different. Uh, I have all the hair now, apparently. I've taken <laughs> I've I've um, I've been playing a Metroidvania and I best I guess I killed the boss and I absorbed all the hair from that boss. <laughs> Does uh, that make so me Bill the boss? Yeah, you're the boss now. So you, I, I took all your hair. So you're gonna have to fight me to get get that hair back. So now all I can think of is who's the boss and Angela and Tony, and uh, that's a great show. If you haven't watched it, who's the <laughs> boss is a great show from the '80s about a former baseball player who becomes the maid of a very smart businesswoman. All right, let's <laughs> talk about video games though instead. Before we do, like Lloyd said, NerdNest.tv. We re we record this show live every single Sunday at 10 a.m. Uh, just so everybody who is here live with us knows, right after the show, we're playing some D&D &D live here on the channel. Uh, that's going to be available to everyone, but if you are uh, want to watch it after the fact, that's only for members. So if you want to watch it, come live. Otherwise, become a member like we had a bunch of people do this week. So thank you to all of those people for supporting the show. Speaking of supporting the show, if you want to use the Super Chat feature to make absolutely sure that we see your message, uh, we will respond to those Super Chats at the end of the show. Um, we really appreciate that. If you are um, looking at all those buttons down below, you see the, the, the Super Chat button, you see the Join button, you see the Thanks button. Those are all ways that you can support the show, so make sure you check those out. Um, and real quick, I want to say thanks to Jack for uh, Jack Deslip for saying doing another super thanks this week. It seems like he's starting to do that like every single week. We really do appreciate that, and um, you're awesome. We we you're, you're fantastic. We appreciate it. Let's jump into what we have been playing, Lloyd. You and I have both yeah. been playing this game, and we have very different reactions to it. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about Grime. Uh, Grime, for those of you that don't know, is a, uh, it, it's like Super Metroid and Dark Souls had a baby, and, yep. uh, it's, it's got, like, the coolest vibe. Uh, the art direction is fantastic, um, but it is incredibly difficult, um, Souls-like combat married with the exploratory features of a typical metroidvania i'm loving it although i feel like i'm i'm hitting a wall right now but uh you're you're not so hot on it what do you think let's talk about grime well it's not that i'm not so hot on it um i love metroidvanias uh i love unlocking powers and remembering oh yeah there was that one platform way back at the start i need to go check to see what's up there i love that uh, what I don't love is Dark Souls. I, I don't <laughs> like Dark Souls games. Um, I've The only one that I've played was Bloodborne. Uh, and I got about halfway, maybe three quarters of the way through in Bloodborne. And then I was just like, okay, this this is dumb. I'm, I'm beating my head against the wall for nothing. I got to stop this. Um, I kind of hit that point in Grime. So um, Grime, you're this little, uh, little collection of uh, rock material. And as you kill other things that are collections of rock material, you absorb that rock material. And uh, eventually you get other powers and things like that. Um, I was I was having a, a just a blast making my way through. Uh, it has a really different mechanic where um, part of what you part of part of your attack is a block. Uh, because a lot of the a lot of the enemies will attack you and you get hit there's no way that you can get out of the way there's a dash um but some some of the attacks they're hard to dash away from so you have to hit the block button and if uh if, if you if you block when their health bar has uh, a certain color it just does damage uh, if you've unlocked that perk or that or that ability it, it'll do damage otherwise uh, it stuns them and you can get a couple hits in but when you block when they're past a certain point, you actually absorb them and uh, you have to absorb each enemy a certain number of times to then be able to use that enemy's special powers. You can you, you get these little these little gems that you can then spend on these special powers. So all that stuff I love, absolutely love. Um, what I don't love is getting to a boss 
uh, or or a, a big tough enemy and then dying and then restarting back at the little stone thing that that you uh, you punch into to upgrade your abilities and then having to go through the same section of the level 15 20 times i i don't like that um and that's just me it when i when i game i don't have a lot of time normally i'm mm-hmm. my my schedule is super like over scheduled i have always too much going on in a given day so when i'm trying to make my way through a game and i have to replay the same section multiple 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 multiple, multiple times I'm like, yeah, nope, screw this. I'm done. I gotta, I gotta bounce. Um, and that's kind of what I did with Grime. Uh, with a boss, uh, it, it's like this friend, friendly faced uh, boulder guy. <laughs> I can't remember what his actual name is. Uh, Harmless Giant, I think, is what the name is going by uh, my my history. And I got to this boss, and I should be able to do it. Everything I know exactly all the attacks. I know when I have to block. I know when I have to dash. But I, I just fat finger fumble through it, I guess, and then and then I die, and I I don't like that. Um, so the game itself, I'm I really love. I love the look. I love the feel. I love uh, I love the world. I love the story that they're trying to tell. I think I know where the story's going, but until you get to the end, you're you're not not really hundred percent positive. But just the crushing difficulty pretty early on, like I'm only yeah. maybe five six hours into the game, maybe five hours. Uh, and I got to this boss that I just can't beat. I, I I don't know. I just it it just it just does something to my brain where my brain says nope, and then I nope right out of there, and then I go play a game like Streets of Rage Four, which I'll talk about after we finish talking about uh, grind. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely feeling the same thing that you are running into. Absolutely, one hundred percent. However, I feel like. Because I'm currently stuck on a boss. Uh, I'm fighting the Whispering Mothers, uh, which are these two flower lady uh, things. And, um, like, one of the things about Metroidvanias is usually you will... You have to take the long way around. And then after you take the long way around, you unlock um, a short shortcut. And so I can go from... This, this my my current spawn point that that stone that you punch into I can go mm-hmm. from that to the whispering mother in like thirty seconds it doesn't take me any time to get there um, right and then I fight them and then I get killed but if I want and this is this is for somebody who might be struggling with it if I want I every time that you go back to that stone thing all of the enemies except for the bosses are respawned and so if you're running into issues. You can grind as uh, as people do in like JRPGs. You can grind in order to gain more mass, which is the the like the other rocks that you're collecting, and um, you can grind to gain more mass and then turn that mass into better stats to make your damages your uh, your weapons do more damage or uh, increase the number of uh, hit, you know, like your number of hit points. Um, you can also go looking for they have these these uh, monsters that when you kill them, they're like they're they're a little bit harder to fight. And when you kill them, you get these things called hunt points, and then you can spend those hunt points to broaden out your abilities. Um, so while I totally get, and I, I'm like no judgment from me uh, for anybody who hits a wall in this game and says, "Screw this, I'm out of here." Um, I'm really enjoying it, and I feel like I've I've gotten real close to to defeating the Whispering Mothers. And you know, once I get over that hurdle, I'm gonna. I feel like I'm currently at the point where I could beat them, and then once I beat them, I'll be able to uh, continue through and get some more mass and, and unlock some more abilities. And I just really, really like this game. The art style is fantastic. I did see a bunch of people complain that it's only 1080p that i just don't understand that uh, first off right. i don't care what the resolution is uh but it's beautiful it's a beautiful yeah. game like when you kill something and all the little rock particles come out of that thing and towards you and when you jump like there's little bits of debris that kind of fly everywhere it's just yeah. a beautiful game i don't understand why anybody cares what what number how many p's or k's it has yeah, I, I can I can see that complaint a little bit. Uh, if you're playing like I'm playing, I'm two feet away from this 4K monitor. Uh, when I play in 
on my 4K monitor at 1080p, this game looks a little bit muddy in some areas. If I was playing on a TV, I wouldn't see that. So maybe that's that's where these complaints come from. Yeah, I've been uh, playing on a TV. Yeah, so not everything needs to be needs to be 4K, but um, but yeah, I understand. I can understand that complaint a little bit. Um, but yeah, like this is a game that I want to love so much because it has it has so many. Um, so many of the elements of games that I really enjoy, um, a, a story that you have to puzzle out as you make your way through it, um, abilities that are doled out slowly over time, giving you access to new areas, uh, just the the world, the look and feel of the world uh, is, is fantastic. But man, I, 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 I just... I can't. I can't. So um, I what I found through Google uh, is that the boss that I was having issues with isn't even a boss. It's just a tough enemy uh, that I guess you get some hunt points for killing. Oh, so that maybe, makes sense. So maybe I, what I need to do is go go back through and find out where the actual boss is and then make my way through through the game from there. Uh, because, yeah, like I, I've. I, I've upgraded a lot of points. I've killed a lot of uh, peons uh, multiple times through mm-hmm. deaths to to gather my uh, my mass so that I can I can upgrade. Uh, but then the upgrade systems, the the other thing that is to me a, a little bit frustrating because you you get these points and you have to spend them, but you really don't know what the points do. Um, mm-hmm. th- like your armor is fully cosmetic, so yeah, I had points- to and I I had to look that up. It does not mm-hmm. tell you that. <laughs> well. Yeah, it doesn't tell you that. I, I've unlocked multiple sets of armor or multiple pieces of sets of armor, and they all they're just cosmetic. And I'm like, okay, well, these points do nothing for that. So what are the points for? Oh, they give you access to use more powerful weapons. So if you if you grab a, a really big stone hammer, it might need seven strength to mm-hmm. be able to use. And I'm like, oh, that's what it's for. Well, then all the other stuff that I've put into my the other points. I can't get those points back. You you can uh, you can unlearn a skill point. Uh, I believe actually I don't think you can unlearn a skill point. You can unlock you can unlearn one of your things that you spent a hunter mark on with yeah. these little these little pearl things that you can find in the game. So I'm I'm really worried about painting myself into a corner like down the down the road near the end of the game there might be something that requires twenty dexterity because I I prefer the weapons that uses kind of like the dexterity skill. They're a lot faster and they allow you to do to I don't know, burst in uh, using your your little teleport uh, thing, hit a couple times and then teleport out. Um, I, I like that type of weapon, but I'm like, okay, well, I need to put points into uh, into health. I need to put it into the stamina stat. Apparently, I need to put it into the third of the their strength, dexterity, and then another one because some of the weapons also use that as well. But the game doesn't do a really good job explaining that, which is a little bit unfortunate. So... I'm not completely done with Grime. I'm going to give it another shot. Uh, I, I will kill that stupid thing that's uh, that's stopping me uh, <laughs> at some point. But maybe I need to be a little bit more powerful before I go in and do that. So, um, yeah, I, not having the best time with Grime. Uh, I really like what I like of the game. I really like what I like of the game. I, I got to get past the... Uh, the the points are a little bit rough around around the edges. I got to get some some fine uh, fine grain sandpaper out and and uh, buff those things out. I think uh, and then maybe I'll I'll start to enjoy the game a little bit more. I feel like so your your points about the the skill points a thousand percent yes. Uh, like right now, I have no idea what weapons I'm going to find in the future. And so I don't know where I should put my points and not being able to like I looked it up and you cannot refund those points. So if I go down the the dexterity line, excuse me, if I go down the dexterity line like and I that's what I've been doing mostly. I have no points into strength at this point. If I go Mm -hmm. down to that dexterity line and I find this cool thing that requires a bunch of strength, I'm like. Well, now what am I supposed to do? I can't use this. And like yeah. I have a inventory full of weapons that I currently can't use because I don't meet the requirements uh, because yeah. I put a ton of points into my my health pool. Uh, I think I have like nine points in my health pool right now because I don't want to die. Like enemies hit you and they hit you really, really hard. So yeah. um, like I've been putting points into my health pool and kind of ignoring everything else. I I did put some points into dexterity just so that I could unlock this one weapon that required uh, a certain amount of dexterity. And right. another thing that I really like 
but they don't explain to you is different weapons scale differently. So when you're looking at a weapon, it'll say like strength. It'll have the symbol for strength. It won't even say strength. And it's very, very tiny and hard to see. So I don't like that either, but it'll say strength. It'll say like eight strength and then B five. And you look at that and you're like, what does that mean? So where (laughs) you're able to parse it out, it means that the, in order to use the weapon, it requires eight strength. Um, the B is like a letter grading scale where yeah. mean, meaning that, you know, if you have a B, that means that it scales with more strength than it does with maybe it says dexterity. It has a C. So that means the more strength points you have, the better it is for this weapon. The more dex stats you have, it's not going to help as much with this particular right. weapon. And then the number at the end is what you currently have. The game doesn't explain that at all. Like I had to experiment with numbers and when of course when your numbers are permanent that's <laughs> like a scary thing. You're like, "Okay, it I'm going to put a point into here and I'm not sure what's going to happen." Oh, I went from point 2 to point 5. Now I understand, yeah. but yeah. that's definitely a problem. I also want to talk uh, a moment about th- yeah, the 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 combat is incredibly punishing. And you die really, really easily, but you don't lose anything when you die. And I think that this is very, very cool. Uh, In previous Souls-like games that I've played, when you get killed, your, your corpse is left behind and you have to get back to your corpse without dying or all of the... Currency that that you had on your character when you died, all of that is gone. If you like that corpse evaporates in in grime when you die you still have all of the mass that you've collected and you can spend it right there at the point in order to make yourself a little more powerful yeah before you go back out so what do you lose when you die you lose your score multiplier which i think that this is really really cool basically mass multiplier what's that it's uh i think it's the mass multiplier it's yeah the, yeah it's you, you so, so the stat uh, i can't remember what they call it something starts with an a and it goes from from zero to one hundred, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's the percentage bonus that you get. So if you kill an enemy and you get ten mass, if you have fifty, you all of a sudden get fifteen mass instead of ten mass. Yeah. Um. And and just to, to cut you off for one more second, I really like this part of the game where you can go into a really 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 tough place, kill a bunch of enemies, die but you've kept all that mass that you can then use to upgrade your stats after. I really like that. Unlike other souls like games where you, you can't, you, you have to escape to upgrade and uh, you, you've, you've spent a bunch of times, uh, a bunch of time amassing whatever the currency is. And then you die and it's just like, Oh my God, that's more insult to injury. So at least this game doesn't do that. Yeah. But it also does this really cool thing where there's a risk reward because it's a little easier to kill something than it is to absorb it. Uh, So when you, and I don't know the exact numbers, but when you kill something like with a weapon, you will increase your score multiplier, I think it's by two, um, or your mass multiplier. And then if you absorb instead of killing them, which is more risky because if you mistime that, you're gonna take damage. And like we said, that damage is very punishing. Uh, If you uh, absorb instead, it increases by three. Now, if you get hit, that score, that mass multiplier decreases. And if you, uh, like I said before, if you get killed, that score multiplier stays on your corpse. You get back to your corpse and break it back open. You get half of your multiplier back. So I love this aspect of the game because I don't feel like I'm losing a bunch of progress when I get killed. Yeah, hundred hundred percent. It's uh, it feels really good in that regards. Like I'm I'm less disappointed when I jump down uh, through a platform and I land on an explodey one of those explodey <laughs> orb things and I instantly die and I'm like, oh great, all right, at least I can go back and get half of my uh, of my A stat thing, whatever whatever the name of it is, back. Um, so that is that is a really really good thing. So uh, just to, to kind of sum up my thoughts, the game is really hard really really hard but fair and uh if i had better better skills i probably wouldn't have had so many problems fighting that one um 
ult, like alternate boss uh, that, that I have. So I'm going to give it more more chances. Like, I really want to love this game. I love Metroidvanias. That's probably one of my favorite genres th these days. So I am going to get back in. I'm going to play a lot more. But man, the difficulty is, is really tough. Uh, the one thing that I really hope uh, the developers do, because they've released uh, patch notes a couple times, um, talking about um, not enough fast travel locations. I haven't even unlocked the ability to fast travel yet, so I don't, I don't even know when that comes up in the game. Um, so I'm hopeful that they'll unlock the ability to refund all of your stat purchases yes. so that you can then um, kind of re-go through that and maybe make it easier to, or, or less, uh, less expensive to refund the things that you spent your hunter marks on. Because I only have two of the pearls, and I used one to get one of the things back that I thought did something else, but it didn't. Um, make it so that people can get through your game without locking in bad choices, and then it doesn't really matter uh, it, so much if if you if you screw up or go the wrong path, because you can always just hit that reset button. So hopefully the developers will 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 do that um, because they they do seem to be very active. They're posting huge um, patch notes on uh, their Steam page. So I think that's what they're using to kind of collect all of their their more bloggy kind of things, um, but they put it on their Steam page. So mm -hmm. uh, hopefully patches like that will come. Yeah. Uh, last thing that I want to say is in addition to all the stuff that we talked about, the game also has like these consumables that you can get, which which are really cool. Um, mm. Oh, and we never even talked about the breath aspect either. Oh, yeah. Uh, so right. when you block you will absorb the breath of an enemy that you are fighting. And if you fill up four little breath things, you can then hit a right trigger in order mm. to heal your character a significant amount, which is actually cool. Yeah. Um, but the reason that I thought of it was because you can get like these, these um, uh, consumables called ardent sand. And if you use them, it will make it so it basically doubles the amount of breath you absorb. So there's there's just all of this risk reward. Like I'm kind of getting low. I'm gonna make sure that I'm absorbing a bunch of attacks so that I can right. get that breath in, so that I can do a heal. It's just yeah. the the game is filled with so many choices, and I'm 100% with Lloyd. It's too hard. Yeah. I'm also 100% with Lloyd. You shouldn't be locked into the choices that you've made <laughs> when you don't understand the capacity of the game but yeah. i'm also really having fun with it now i did a poll in chat i was doing these before and i forgot to do that today i did a poll in chat asking people what do you think of grime and it's actually a lot closer than i thought i just ended the poll and it disappeared from my screen so i'm waiting for it to come oh, here it is uh, i said are you enjoying grime 54 percent said yes 45 percent said no so it's really kind of dividing uh yeah. the people who are playing it into two camps and lloyd and i are both in the camp of we like it but it's too hard so yeah. uh i'm i'm looking forward to playing more of it but if i can't get past the whispering mothers uh in the next couple of tries i'm probably going to set it down and move on to something else which will make me sad because i really <laughs> want to explore this really weird weird world one thing that would make the game so much easier uh, when you collect the breath, not having to wait till all four segments are filled before you can get some health. That mm, would, that would, yeah. that would, if you want to put in an easy mode, um, make those changes. Uh, keep the game the way it is for people that want the, the hard, but then have an easy mode that you can turn on that allows you to do things like that. Because the amount of times where I've had three segments and I'm in the middle of a boss fight and I have a sliver of health left, it's like, oh my God, can I just get 75%? of what I would get <laughs> if I fill that other thing, please. Um, yeah, yeah that, that would be a really good thing. I got that stupid, um, I don't know, kind face, older guy, whatever whatever his name is. I got him down to like 3% health. Like he was so low and I had a sliver and I'm like, okay, I got to get my health back. I got to find some way to do it. And then I dashed at the wrong time and his attack hit me. And I was like, okay, I screwed that one up myself. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was doing... um. Uh, a live stream of the game and uh somebody i think it was gem actually clipped because that's a thing on youtube now uh they mm. clipped out like a moment where i almost died and i had like you couldn't even see how much health was left at the end like <laughs> you weren't sure is he dead i can't tell yeah. he should be yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of those moments in the game too all right let's move on uh, nine to five Google. 
uh, did this breakdown of Stadia 3.28, which is the Android version of the app. Uh, it's showing off some assistant features, uh, screenshots on third-party controllers, as well as party chat and some other cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, like when okay, so when you are playing on uh, Stadia and a cool thing happens, and you're not using a Stadia controller. You can't capture that moment. And I know that it's a ridiculous thing and it doesn't matter. And 90% of the time when I capture a cool moment, I never show it to anybody. I just capture it and then forget about it. But I always <laughs> like the idea that I could look and be like, oh, yeah, remember when that happened? That was really cool. Right. Um, so right now you can only do that if you are using a Stadia controller or if you're using a keyboard by holding down F12. And with the the Google TV actually allowing you to use Bluetooth, um, that means that people are going to be connecting to uh, Stadia using a lot of different controllers because they have happen to already have controllers in their house. This is one of the best selling points of Stadia is that you can play it using the crap you already have. You don't have to go out and buy a $500 box. You can just play it with the stuff you have. But that means that there's some stuff that you can't do. And when I first saw this, I said to myself, well, like I've got my Xbox One controller here. This is the one that I have on my PC most of the time. It doesn't have enough buttons to do that. But what they're doing is corded buttons. So if you've never uh, messed around with the Steam controller, um, they have like this Steam input thing where you can say you can set up your own corded command. So this button does this unless I'm holding down this button and then it does this. Uh, and that seems like what they're doing uh, with um, with other controllers uh, in this breakdown. It says enable cord key for assist, enable cord key for capture, enable cord key for screen reader. Now, right. the, the one that I'm con- confused about is um, the assistant because the assistant requires a microphone. And... None of these other controllers have mics built in. Does the PS5 controller have a mic built in? I think it might. I don't know. I'm not sure on that. I think I think it does because uh, I seem to remember playing games and you're shouting at the TV and <laughs> early on in the place, even the PS4, I think, might have had a microphone. I'm okay. not positive on that. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, having having the ability to um, to assign that would be the best. I know uh, this is an Xbox Series S controller that I use a lot for when I play, and it has a screenshot button, and then it would also have the home button. But there's nothing for the um, for the assistant to bring the assistant up. Maybe those things will only show up if you have a microphone attached or or something like that. I gotta say, I would be a lot more excited about this if the assistant were better. Like the assistant is fine; I can use it to start a game, but it doesn't right. do like. Of all of the things that, look, I, I don't want to complain about Stadia because it is my platform of choice. That is where I put the most hours when I play games. I think it's fantastic. And honestly, if you look at all of the things that, that it can do, it's really it's really impressive. Mm-hmm. But one thing that they showed off that I would have used a billion times between now and then is the ability to hold down that assistant button and say how do I get past this or where do I find the red key and then have it go find a video on YouTube that says, this is how you find the red key. And you know, you can have like, that still doesn't happen. And it's been since like they, they promised this back at GDC of 2018. Am I right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> and then kind of PlayStation 5 took their thunder by having those little cards that pop up. Yeah. So Stadia talked about it saying we want to do this. And then the PlayStation uh, 5 shipped and it has all that there, which uh, it works really well on PlayStation 5. Um, it would be nice if you could do that. I, I mean, they have the power of YouTube behind behind them. Uh, so they don't, they don't have to even invent some way to talk to youtube because they already talked to youtube it's google they, yeah. they know how to talk to their own, their own things uh but yeah it that would be that would be better i would have used that so many times to get past that stupid boss in grime i would have I, i'll call it the grime key because i would be using it only in <laughs> grime to uh, figure out how to get past things yeah um 
And people in chat are saying it was 2019. Sorry about that. And there are other people in chat are saying, yes, the PS5 controller has a microphone. So that's that's good to know. Um, but like that's a feature that would be amazing. And I'm still and I here's what I'm thinking the holdup is for that. And we didn't plan on talking about this. So I'm going to go on a, a slight tangent. But here's what I think the holdup is. Stadia doesn't want to surface videos to the user uh, through that system, my, I'm guessing, unless it's like an approved video. And my guess is what they, in order to make that kind of thing happen, they have to have buy-in from the publishers where the publishers are like, okay, here's how you, like, they put out the videos. Hey, I'm, I'm, uh, mm. the, 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 is it Annapurna that makes, uh, Grime? Uh, you, who makes, I don't well, okay, we'll say developer X. All right, developer X makes a game, and then they say, uh, okay, uh, here's a, the list of our videos that are up on YouTube for you to hit the button on the Stadia thing, and then we will surface that to you. That way they have everything nice and and clean, and they don't have to worry about somebody you know using search engine algorithm nonsense in order to you know get their cash for gold ad when somebody's trying to figure out how to get past the friendly giant in grind right. you know what i mean yeah yeah uh, so the developer is clover bite uh, oh, okay. but the publisher is is Ak- akupara so very close to annapurna but a uh, few few different letters um but yeah it like yeah it would be it would be really good if they need to find some way to make this built in uh and actually have the button work on every single thing uh work on a chromecast work on a google tv uh, Chromecast Ultra with Google TV, work on a browser, uh, work on everything because it, it currently, I hit it by accident all the time and it says, oh, you can't use this here. I'm like, well, then why have it on the controller, Google? Yeah, because okay, so what he's referring to is if you're playing on the Google TV, um, they want you to use the Google TV remote button, which has an assistant button on it. But yeah. I, for some reason, if you hit it on the controller, it's like, yeah, you got to use your remote for that. And I'm like, really? I'm really? Gonna, I'm going to... Uh, like crazy glue my my <laughs> controller here so that I have access to all the buttons I'm ever going to need to use uh, to use Stadia. But yeah, uh, uh, hopefully this will this will be done soon. Yeah, here here's what I want you guys to do if you're listening to this. Do me a favor. Uh, tweet at Lloyd and and myself. He's at Dazmi and I'm at Run Jump Stomp. Uh, your pictures of the way that you have affixed <laughs> permanently or non permanently. Please, your uh, your your Google TV remote to your Stadia controller. I'm very curious in the in the best way to do it. If you if you put it on the back, you, you could almost use it like paddles, sort of. You'd have to set it up properly, but maybe that maybe that'll work. Please, no one destroy your controller because I made a stupid joke. Please, please don't. But yeah. uh, if you do, send us pictures. Absolutely. All right. So <laughs> let's move on to the the rest of this APK teardown. Uh, so they they're uh, this is the wrong damn window sorry um uh so they've they've got the touchscreen gamepad um you know they've been talking about the bridge mode where you can plug a controller into um uh your phone and then use that in order to play games on your tv which is fine i feel like the number of people who have a chromecast ultra like that's a very small number of people because it's a very it's an extremely niche device and it's a device that you have to use your phone with so a lot of people just aren't interested in it and so if you have a chromecast ultra and you play stadia the chances are pretty good that you are using a stadia controller i'm just guessing i'm just guessing um so the bridge mode seems like really important for somebody who has a Chromecast Ultra but doesn't have a Stadia controller because if you're using a Bluetooth controller, you can just pair it to, you know, a Google TV uh, right. or, or or any Android TV and then be able to play Stadia through that. So this is a weird thing. I like the idea of having on-screen controls, not for me, but for people who want to try it out before they spend uh, $60, uh, $70 on a controller. We'll talk about that price yo-yo in a little bit. Um, what do you? What are your thoughts on the bridge mode? Do you think it's? Do you think there's a big enough audience for that? 
Well, I think bridge mode is useful for people that need some sort of um, assist uh, when they game. So they 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 have some some oh, form. right, of course. That's so, so some foolish. reason some reason where the normal controller doesn't work. Um, the bridge mode um, that was um, broken out of the version three point two eight is a little bit more interesting. I think you can pair a controller to your phone. And then play games that way through the bridge mode. So does that somehow connect to a lot of other things? Like it, it's, I don't know, it's very interesting. It, it's it's a very interesting use case. And I guess that, that would be really useful if you had friends come over and you want to play a multiplayer game. You have a you have a Stadia controller. They don't. They connect to your uh, session through their phone using that uh, the the uh, what what is that mode called where Couch. where you're, couch that's right so they use couch and then you say well here take my old uh, playstation 4 controller pair it to your phone and then you can use that instead of having to use on-screen controls so uh on screen is cool be able to pair a controller to your phone and have that connect is cool but we don't have any examples of this working so i kind of i kind of want to see what google kind of does with this um the stuff that was broken out of the apk is interesting uh, but I want to see what actually ships and and how Google plans for people to use it. Yeah, and the old bridge mode was you would plug a thing into your controller. Uh, this right. this jumps it skips over the controller and lets you use the phone instead. I completely yep. um, blanked on the idea that it would give you access to using um, controllers that are non traditional controllers, which is a right. very very important and awesome thing for uh, for them to uh, support. All right, uh, moving on to the um, the Explore tab revamp. Um, for those of you who forgot, which is me, I forgot about this. <laughs> a while back, Google made like these announcements, and one of the things that they showed off were like all the different ways that the Explore tab was going to change. It's going to have like a community feed where uh, mm. I can post like my screenshots as to all those screenshots that you're going to be able to take with your corded buttons on your Xbox or PlayStation controller. <laughs> Well, now right. you're going to be, well, when it comes out, you're going to be able to share them on that Explore tab. And 9to5Google found a little bit more information on that. Um, you can uh, see the community feed. You can see or delete your posts. Um, if you posted this capture, it, it tells you who else can see it. Um, if you posted this capture, it's now hidden for some reason. Uh, and then it says you can't undo this later. The public link for this capture will stop working. So my guess is if you like... You capture something and you're like, oh, I don't actually want that on there. Um, well, yep. there you go. Although, you know, my first initial um, thought is if I shared it, who really like, why would I ever go back and turn that off? But yeah, one of the reasons might be because the Stadia controller has a microphone built in. Um, like, I remember at one point it was like, hey, by the way, your captures might have your voice in them if you have this thing turned on. And so... Um, if, uh, you know, if, if you are sharing a, a thing because you, you saw a cool moment and then you didn't watch it again and then you just shared it and then mm -hmm. somebody was like, Hey, by the way, somebody just said your real name in the background. You'd be like, Oh man, I better get rid of that or, or remove that or, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so that gives you the, uh, the opportunity to get rid of that. And, uh, I think that that's really cool. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I like the fact that uh, Google's working on kind of their own mini social network for Stadia because StateShare is, has the ability to be huge for them, the ability to, to share a screenshot that has my game state with it that people can just click and hit play. Uh, if you're doing that all from the same browser window or um, hopefully it'll be baked into the apps at some point so you can use your controller to go up to it on your Chromecast of Google TV, um, be able to see, oh, Bill's playing um, Bill's playing Ember now. Okay, I'm going to jump into Ember. I'm, I'm just going to click the little button on his state share of the cool thing he did. And, and it's keeping everybody kind of in the same ecosystem. So I really love this. And yeah, as you said, the ability to post something and then say, oh, crap, I said my password out loud for some stupid reason. <laughs> I need to uh, I need to uh, unshare it. Uh, the fact that that is built in is makes sense, but it's good that it's there. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Let's talk about the, you know, I mentioned this a minute ago, the Stadia controller price. This is really weird. Um, oh. So go ahead. Can we do one thing about the, no. the APK teardown on nine to five? Yeah. Uh, there's um, there's some new text changes in the APK that talks about Ubisoft 
uh, oh, I forgot about changing. that. And Ubisoft said that once once upon a time that um, you can you can play on the cloud for free uh, during this trial period uh, as as a Ubisoft Plus member. Um, everyone said, oh, that means they're going to start charging more. Uh, I didn't know if that was true or not, but now it looks like it will be true. If it, So the actual text says your Ubisoft Plus subscription does not include cloud gaming access to Ubisoft Plus on Stadia. So it looks like there might be multiple tiers of Ubisoft Plus coming uh, for Stadia and probably Luna as well. So uh, the the deal of the century for when Far Cry Six and and all the other Ubisoft games comes out may not be the deal of the century, but we'll we'll learn more as all this stuff gets worked out. Yeah, I feel like this is. I mean, look they they said that we might we're going to change this in the future, and everybody ignored that. And they said, oh, I'm going to subscribe to Ubisoft Plus. But now they're Darth Vadering it. Uh, you know, <laughs> I altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it further. I don't exactly. like that. They, they're not being sneaky about it. Like they told us up front that this was a, a temporary thing. But I personally don't understand why it should cost more because I'm playing on Google's hardware instead yeah. of hardware that's in my house. That just seems... I don't know. Lame. It's weird. It's lame. It's weird. If if it doesn't cost me more to actually download the installer from your servers, Ubisoft, why does it cost me more to play it in a cloud that has no data transfer costs associated with it? it it's weird. But I, I guess maybe they're they're thinking, okay, well, um, we we want to get as much money as possible. The cloud is a new a new way for us to regain money we've already lost the battle with uh used games that people are selling to gamestop and other other vendors let's uh let, let's bake in uh some extra gravy for us right off the top uh with cloud gaming well we'll see what happens there you know there's people in chat who are saying i'm going to cancel my ubisoft plus subscription when that happens but that just means you're throwing money away like it for me this is why I prefer the Stadia, and I know I'm I'm like a weirdo. This is the why I prefer the Stadia business model over everything else. I prefer to buy the games. Do I subscribe to Game Pass? Yes, but I prefer to just pay money for a game and never have to think about whether or not I can play that game again. Right. I don't like the idea of subscribing to Ubisoft Plus, playing these games. And then saying, all right, well, if I want to keep playing this game, I got to keep paying this every month. And yes, I can also play other games, but maybe I don't feel like playing those other games. So for me, yeah. it doesn't make any sense to subscribe to Ubisoft Plus or yeah, and- or Luna. Uh, well, Luna is a possibility because that gives me the chance to play games that I otherwise wouldn't be able to play, like maybe New World, uh, because, you know, if my computer isn't good enough, but... I don't know. I just don't understand Ubisoft Plus. And maybe I'm hypocritical because I'm okay with Game Pass. But Ubisoft Plus seems just weird to me. Yeah. Clive in, in chat, Clive Illenden, a uh, good friend of the show, uh, says something that makes sense as well. It may not be the reason. It could be because cloud is not available in that territory. So if you subscribe to Ubisoft Plus in some country that doesn't have Stadia, you wouldn't be able to access it on Stadia. But then you wouldn't be able to log into the website and do it that way either. So it seems like a, a really weird, um, a really weird message. Hopefully, we'll get some more information about it. But this is just pointing to signs of things that may come to pass, um, which Ubisoft has already warned us about. Uh, MM2K in chat says, "You guys think maybe Ubisoft is splitting money with Stadia for the subs? Now they might not be recouping, but long term they want to make the money back and are splitting." Could be. I, I mean, maybe. Uh, Honestly, I don't think an Ubisoft Plus subscription should not have any impact on where I'm playing the game. Um, Microsoft shouldn't be getting any money from that. Uh, PlayStation shouldn't be getting any money from that. Google shouldn't be getting any money from that. If I want to play games on an Xbox, I have to buy an Xbox. And if I want to play games on a PlayStation, I have to buy a PlayStation. If I want to play games on Ubisoft Plus, I have to pay Ubisoft for that. They shouldn't have any control over where I decide to play. It right. So, and, and you know the the 
argument against that is, well, it's their friggin' games, Bill. You're not wrong, but I don't <laughs> see why they need to dip their their fingers into this. And yeah. uh, they're going to get away with it because people are going to subscribe to it because that's just what we do. We keep yeah. throwing money after companies that are that are reaching a little too far into our wallets and say, okay, it's just like my Netflix subscription. Netflix knows I'm not canceling my Netflix subscription. Uh, and because they know that, every so often they're like, by the way, we're increasing your price uh, $2 a month. And I'm like, man, you just did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ex exactly. 100% I agree with you all on that fully, Bill. All right, let's move on and talk about this controller. Ah, this is really weird. So during the, and I missed this the first time around because it was like a footnote at the end. It was when they announced the, um, I mean, they, they had already put it up on the store, the uh, controller and Google TV bundle, right? But then in the This Week in Stadia, they talked about it at the at the bottom. And in that, it said Stadia controller is now $59.99 US dollars down from $69.99. <laughs> to which right. I reacted, it should have always been that price. I understand that it, you know, it's got some expensive stuff in that, but $70 for the controller, I think is a little too expensive. Um, I'm, I'm happy to pay for it because it's a really, really good controller, but I would have liked it to be 60 bucks, which is more in line with like, uh, you know, an Xbox controller, except, although I don't know how much like the next gen, uh, controllers are, I'm sure that the PlayStation five one is very expensive. Uh, but that was a very short-lived thing where it says fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, they changed that to, and you can grab a Stadia controller for $69. So it's like they lowered the price and then decided, I mean, it's not just that they typed it in wrong because they had to change the entire phraseology, if that's a word, uh, <laughs> right. of, of, the, of the line. Stadia controller is now $60 down from $70, and then they changed it to, and you can grab a, a Stadia controller for $70. What do you think <laughs> yeah. happened there? That's so weird. I, I Maybe left hand didn't know what the right hand was doing. Someone misread an email in marketing and, <laughs> and said, oh, wow, this is amazing. We got to get this news out right away. And then they're... They, they they got a call from seven people saying you didn't put the cover letter on your TPS report. And uh, then they had to change the blog post. Um, possibly it's that. Uh, it's confusing. Uh, this whole thing is confusing. Um, but I, I hope the price does drop because uh, it, it Stadia controls are really expensive up here in Canada. And I know I complain about being Canadian. And well, I don't complain about being Canadian. I love Canada. I love being Canadian. I complain about the prices up here in Canada because we oftentimes get uh, we get the worst of the exchange rates all the time. Um, so buying a Stadia controller uh, up in Canada is like $90, I think. I think it's $89.99 still. Wow. Let me double check. Yeah, yeah, it's $89. Uh, but you get free shipping on, on wow. your $90 controller. So it's <laughs> it's a bonus. Um, so yeah, dropping <clears throat> dropping a little bit in price would have been good. But it looks like maybe maybe this is an announcement they wanted to make. But someone made it early <laughs> who knows what's happening uh but it's weird going from 69.99 to 59.99 then to just 69 dollars even it's really confusing all right let's move on uh this is one that i i think most of us have probably already checked out not this guy i haven't uh but far cry 5 yeah uh, i know that you're a huge far cry fan you can play mm -hmm. it free this weekend lloyd I'm going to shut up. I want you to tell everybody why they need to play Far Cry 5 before August 9th, uh, because then you have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Far Cry 5 uh, was a fantastic title. Um, it's kind of amazing. Th this game was in development for years, and it came out at a time when the, uh, the we'll, we'll say the... Um, uh, pol pol political uh, environment in the states was a little bit interesting and it all kind of like slotted in nicely to some of the stuff that was going on um it, it's a it's a game where you can uh you can have bears attack villages and kill all the people for you uh, you can get in a plane or sorry a helicopter and and fly around um it is a, a vast open world with a million and one different ways to take on any sort of battle that you have to do and it's a new, it's a Ubisoft game, so it has a million things on the map that you have to tick off, which I love in my video games. I love having a big laundry list of icons that are white that I have to turn gray. Um, and this game is like that as well. But uh, but the game itself is absolutely fantastic. The gunplay, uh, the story, 
uh, kind of where it takes you right near right to the end of the game uh, where the end of the game uh, was a big surprise to me. So no spoilers and please don't go search out spoilers if you're going to play this game and beat it uh, because the ending was fantastic. Um, It's a great game and and jump into it, play it for free. Uh, and then you can pick it up because it's on sale. All the different versions of Far Cry 5 are on sale for Stadia Pro members right now as well. So if uh, a few days wasn't enough time, uh, you can buy it for uh, not too much money on the uh, Stadia store. Oh, you're muted. I'm probably not going to jump into it, mostly because I have so many games to play right now, and I I cannot get distracted. And I'm just going to wait for Far Cry 6, and I'll play that one. But... If you are somebody who is listening to this on Sunday, uh, it's tomorrow is the last day that you can try the game for free. So try it now before you can't. Okay. One of my favorite games on my Nintendo Switch is Overcooked. Uh, that game is incredible. I love that game. Uh, this this game, Marik's Market, is giving me some big-time Overcooked um, vibes. It right. looks... It, it it basically just looks like hey, uh, overcooked meets running a running a shop, <laughs> and I'm very very excited to check this out. Uh, we've got a release date for Marie's Market, September fifteenth, so a little more than a month away. Uh, Lloyd, are you excited for Marie's Market? Uh, I I I am. Uh, I I um. How do I how do I want to put this? I call over overwatch or overcooked the game that ruins marriages. Uh <laughs> and maybe it's not every marriage, but I know um myself and my wife playing that game did not turn out very well because I'm like, no, just do this. And she's like, but I'm doing that. I'm like, no, you're doing the wrong thing. And then she's like, Well, don't get mad at me. I'm like, no, I'm not mad at you. I just I want to get this thing. And we stopped playing the game. Uh, so it looks like Merrick's Market is going to be the exact same thing. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to play uh, too much of this. I don't even know if it's multiplayer when I'm when I'm looking at it. I don't see any any reference of of multiplayer. I would assume it is uh, because of the the screenshots and things. But uh, yeah, this is this is a game where you're you're basically running a market and you have to collect items. Yeah, make items. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt real quick. It is absolutely multiplayer. It is. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the screenshots and yeah, it definitely looks like it would be. Um, but yeah, it has like uh, it has like mini games built into it. <laughs> There's a screenshot that shows a maze that you have to run through, yeah. which I mean, overclock plus mazes would uh, would just be be crazy. But uh, yeah, it looks it looks really interesting. And it was great to see that it is coming out pretty soon, September 15th on Stadia, but also PlayStation and Xbox. But they put mm-hmm. Stadia first, hashtag Stadia first. So uh, I like that. <laughs> absolutely uh i'm i'm definitely interested in playing this it, it looks like a, an absolute an absolute blast all right um let's see that's it for uh the news let's move on to crowdplay now for those of you that don't know uh we've got a discord server there is a link in the description down below if you're watching this on our youtube channel and um in discord has this new thing called threading where i can make a thread and uh, people can use that thread in order to talk about a specific thing. So what I'm going to start doing is each week, uh, usually probably on Monday or Tuesday, I will make a thread for the next episode of StadiaCast. And if there is a cool story or topic that you want discussed, you can drop it in the into that thread. And then at the end of that week, I can archive that thread uh, so that it doesn't like clutter up everything, but it also makes it easy for Lloyd and I to go back yep. to and find things that people were talking about, uh, which is really cool. Now, I started this last week, and we talked for a really, really long time, and we didn't get to the message that Icon had posted in Discord. He said, uh, he, it, this was their question, what is the best streaming device for playing Stadia the reason for my question, I have a Chromecast with Google Google TV and an NVIDIA Shield Pro, uh, and it appears the Stadia app on the Shield Pro doesn't support playing H- games in HDR. Uh, the Chromecast with Google TV does. HDR may not be enabled in the Stadia app for other Android TV devices. So I'm going to tell you my uh, opinion on the best place to play Stadia. Lloyd will tell you his, and then if you have... Uh, an answer to this, please leave it in a comment down below in our YouTube video. Uh, for me, I think that the the Google TV is the best place to play it because of the HDR thing right there. Yeah, but if I, you, I agree. Go ahead. Yeah. 
Oh, sorry. I thought you were leaving it open for me. Yeah, right. I, I, I like the Chromecast with Google TV. Uh, that's my current favorite place to play Stadia. Um, with a, it's neck and neck, neck and neck with the Nvidia Shield. Uh, I really love the Nvidia Shield as a device. Uh, Stadia works really well on it, and that uh, AI upscaling stuff uh, does wonders to take your uh, games like Grime that are 1080p and make them look 4K when you're playing them on uh, on your television on your 4K TV. So. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, it's, it's neck and neck, but I think the Chromecast of Google TV is my favorite place to play. HDR is the, the winning thing for me there. Absolutely. And I, w- what I will also say is that if you are somebody who's shopping for like, you're not sure where, how, how you want to play Stadia, the, 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 um, the Shield TV Pro while awesome is $200. And the Google TV is fifty dollars. That, yeah. th- I mean, that right there is that's the that's the ball game, as they say uh, in ball game uh, conversations. <laughs> uh, that's the ball game. It, it's just so much cheaper. So I, I highly recommend the the Google TV. Uh, but you know what? There's probably a lot of other places where or other devices out there that we don't know about. So if you have specific devices that you play on. Uh, then please let us know. Um, Ahmed says, I have HDR turned on my native Android TV on my Sony TV. It runs very well. So they have a Sony TV that just has Android TV built in. And that means there's a lot of people out there that have Android TV built in. This is something we've talked about in previous episodes. Yep. You don't have, you may not have to buy anything to play Stadia stuff. You don't, you may already have a controller and a Bluetooth uh, or a Bluetooth controller and uh, an Android TV, and you're all set. And, you know, Justin Lindholm says, well, my TV doesn't support HDR, in which case then it doesn't really matter which one you go with. I would suggest go with the the cheapest one because it works. I will say the worst experience, though, the absolute worst experience is playing on the on the Chromecast Ultra. Um, yeah. just, just because the menus are so sluggish and slow. Hundred um, percent. I've started playing on a bunch of different devices recently just to test it out. Like I have a 2017 MacBook Pro. Uh, I get so much input lag uh, and mouse. Like when I'm trying to play mm. mouse and keyboard, like I'll I'll stop hitting forward. Like I'll stop holding the, d- but I still run forward for like another two seconds in some games. Um, and then I've tried uh, Chromebooks. I've tried the Chromecast. Um, the, the one that is the most performant for me is the Chromecast of Google TV. I get better better visuals. I have no input lag. I get no stuttering. It, it just works better for me um, compared to every other device that I've tried in this house. So uh, I'm a big fan of that device, and I'm, I'm going to have to order a couple more so that I have uh, my other TVs upgraded, get those Chromecasts uh, out of here, and put in the Chromecast of Google TV on all my TVs. There you go. Uh, Thank you very much for the question. Let's jump into all of these super chats that came in throughout the show. We really do appreciate the fact that you all are willing to support us uh, by sending a couple bucks our way. Thank you very much. Um, Most of them are about my beard or lack of. Uh, Jem sent in a super chat for seven bucks, said, where's Bill? With a surprised face. Actually, the face that he picked looks just like me, I think, now that I have no beard. Very uh, close. Ruben says, uh, Lloyd, are you going to do the same? The guy on the left looks fresh. Hope you're training him well, Lloyd. Are you <laughs> you're going to shave your beard? I, I, I really want to actually. My <laughs> wife doesn't want me to now. Like this is like a complete 180 for her because she was like, oh, shave that that gross thing off your face when I would <laughs> when I'd grow my winter beard. Now she loves it. Like she absolutely loves it. And she's like, you look really good. You're, you're not shaving your beard. I'm like, but it's itchy and sweaty. It's really hot out, <laughs> especially um, so- in the summertime. Exactly right. So I think uh, I think I painted myself in it. Speaking of painting things into a corner, I think I painted myself into the corner with I'm just going to grow a beard because now I can't shave it. Yeah, but you know what? This is not the the what's the word I'm looking for. This All is not the, the 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 facial hair podcast. But I when I shaved my beard off, I left the mustache for a day. Uh, and oh, my so when my wife saw me, she goes, "I don't hate it." <laughs> but <laughs> I kept looking at myself and I just couldn't take myself seriously. So I ended up shaving it off. Yeah, Bill sent me a picture and I told him he needs to wear a Mario hat next time we do a podcast, <laughs> which would have been great. 
That's right. Uh, Consigno sent in a super chat, said, love the new host. Definitely doesn't feel like a loss since Bill left. William fits right in. The name is Bill Stiffer. Thank you very much. Um, Anthony uh, Talcott sent in a super chat, says, how do I find hemp? Really hope that game comes to Stadia. For those of you that don't know what he's talking about, he's talking about New World absolutely 100% not going to come to stadia that's going to be that that's going to be a, a a pc only and possibly luna game because it's made by amazon uh i don't see them bringing it to stadia but uh i can't w- i i hope that that comes to luna so that people can play it uh without having a fancy computer because that game really pushes your computer pretty hard uh yeah. it's gorgeous and it's really fun and uh if you are trying to find where where a, a certain plant is in the game, you can bring up the the little menu and it shows you a picture of what the plant is so that you can find it, so that you can go harvest it and turn it into rope so that you can make a bow. That's what I did, and that's what you should do. Jem uh, sent in another super chat. You see, for the Bill's Beard Fund and Pride of Man sent in one for the Lloyd's Razor Fund. So uh, <laughs> guys, I, I love it. <laughs> you guys crack me up. I love it. I said a beard beard emoji. It's really a bear, but I mean, a bear looks like he has a beard sometimes. Some bears get pretty fuzzy around the face, so that that worked really well, Jim. Good job. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the bear emoji. I didn't even notice that part. All right. <laughs> well, that's it for today's episode of StadiaCast. If you didn't know, you can check out that show right over at nerdnest.tv. That's our YouTube channel, along with all of our other stuff. We put out videos throughout the week. We also have a brand new podcast about the Steam Deck called On Deck Episode 2. Just came out yesterday. That's not a weekly episode. It's going to be probably like bi-weekly. And then as more news comes in, we will adjust. Uh, I hope that, that you guys will check out that show. I hope that uh, you check out our YouTube channel. Thank you so much for listening or watching. And for those of you that are here with us live, stick around because we're going to be playing D&D very shortly. All right, we're going to roll some dice and maybe slay some goblins or something. I don't know. Uh, Actually, I'm the only one who knows because I'm the DM. That's right. Bye, everybody. Have a good one. Take it easy, everybody. Have a good rest of your week.